0: Yo, 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 uh, yo, haha, yeah, you got your man Sonny Ill, aka the TIE Italian Stallion, and with you is my partner in crime, my man Ringo Mandingo, he might be your girl's biggest fan, literally, my boy Shooter, how are we doing today? You know the glass is half full over here at the Squared Circle app talkingsmack101 at at gmail.com, and we're here to discuss the sweet science. The champ is here. Let's go ahead and get into this today. Are you ready? You know it. All right, all right. I'm feeling good. Me too. Me too. Me too. Okay. Okay,
1: okay, man. So...
0: A lot of this things is, to talk about. A lot, a lot of, of things. things
1: to talk about. This has become the best part of my weeks, man. Like, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I look forward to recording uh, this every week, just for the fact that it's it's getting it's still hard, mm-hmm. but we still we we managed to not talk about boxing throughout the week just so we could save it for this day. So I, I'm glad to get it out. It's like finally being able right, to right. talk to my diary and tell you know them all my secrets and what I want to do. So
0: nothing's worse than like seeing somebody you know. And you got so much you want to talk about, but you want to save it for that right moment or right time. It's kind of like when, you, when you're when you reaching out to that one girl, you know she's feeling you. But if you get that timing wrong, it might not work out. Are you feeling good, man? Yeah, I
1: feel great. Okay, I good, feel good. great, man. Good, so good. Um, we uh, want to give a shout out first to Marcos Maidano, who just retired earlier this week. El Chino. Uh, Chino, man. He has an impressive resume.
0: Never duck nobody.
1: Never duck nobody. But he's uh, he's doing his little little Roberto Duran man. That's that's what that's what I was figuring. So, take the money and run. the girl
0: grabbed the money and run. Remember after Roberto Duran
1: beat uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, how he just went off into the sunset, started got all fat and. (laughs) <laughs> just out of shape. Slightly overweight. I mean, but that's what happens, man. He's done something that only one other person has been able to do. And that is get a rematch fight with Floyd Mayweather. That's right. So he got two Floyd Mayweather that's paychecks right. and took him back to Argentina. Hey, man, I'm not mad at you, man. Not at do all. Do what you do, man. You got that paycheck. It was like, hey, I'm gone. You know, hey.
0: I'm glad that that rematch did happen because it was a big part of me for that one that I really thought that Medina made it the way it was, not Floyd. And then I got proven wrong. Whatever. Yeah. But it was Mm. good to see because the first fight that Floyd gave someone a rematch to was the one that
1: generally a lot of people feel he
0: lost. He did. He did. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. But that one with Modena wasn't even close. It was just a rough and rugged fight. But, man, shouts out to you, brother. Loved watching you fight. Very entertaining. Stacked resume. I remember watching him Victor Ortiz. Solid fight. Made Victor Ortiz quit. Probably ruined his career.
1: Yeah, man. Well... Every other fight that Victor loses, everybody ruins his career, man. You saw what happened to Berto, man. But with him and Berto, but like, like he got I captured in the
0: Expendables. He lost in that fight. So that's horrible. Was like, yeah,
1: I got I a role for you. Nah, but he beat uh he beat what's his face in Southpaw though. No, that's right, so that's right. Sparring. Right, I mean, you didn't really see it, but hey, yo, man, Chino, man, you had a very, very impressive record, man. Very Just, you got Floyd twice. You got Josecito Lopez. Good name. You, hey. Most probably known for the Broner fight, man. You saw him. Man, there are so many memes about that, Change man. Changed the course yeah. of
0: history. There's yeah. a chance that he was set back in time for that <laughs> to make sure that was the outcome. Because <sighs> boxing would be totally different if Broner won that fight. Mm-hmm. Everything would be totally different. In fact, if we went back in time and changed that moment in history, yeah, who would be where right now? A lot of everything would be totally different. But he was the one who set him up first. Yeah. Um, this was a good moment of where... Someone's pride. Let him get in too deep.
1: She yeah, probably but, shouldn't
0: have said something about that one.
1: Well, you always, you always talk about man. With Adrian Broner, he has a whole bunch of yes men in his corner, man, and uh, he didn't really take it seriously. And that's the so problem. that was the thing, man. Pardon so, the pun. but that ain't a, that ain't a my, that ain't taking nothing away Not from my pun. Donna though. <laughs> that ain't taking nothing away from my Donna. Nothing man. at all. He's uh
0: beat Devin Alexander.
1: Beat Devin Alexander. That's a uh, solid uh, win. Lost to Amir Khan, but uh, still, but, man, the fact listen when to nobody
0: the wanted to fight him, even they told the Amir Khan. That he didn't want to fight him. And he fought him and beat him until... He beat him pretty much the whole fight until mm-hmm. he got rocked near yeah. the end. And that's where the controversy and debate comes in. Whether or not the ref was... You know, uh, didn't... didn't Should have stopped the fight. Uh, didn't hit up the American for too much holding. But he dropped... He got dropped by Khan by a body shot in there. And then he also beat uh, one, another gatekeeper, uh, Jose Jesus Soto-Carras. Yeah. Solid fighter. yeah, Solid fighter. That's one of those guys that... I, mean, I have much respect for him and if I saw him I would probably be just as shook as if I saw another world class fighter even though he's not known as a recognized champion. Yeah. And that's why we're giving you the shout out today. And now let's give a shout out to ourselves and talk about the Squared Circle app. It's on the Play Store. It's in the App Store. If you follow me online, you've seen some of the punchlines I've been spitting out there for y'all trying to get somebody hyped. Trying to get everybody off of this BS election, which is like the worst joke in history that's kept going to me. I don't understand it. That's why I'm not a politician. We got got Twitter Twitter too. We got Twitter too. Talking Smack 101. And this is what it's becoming as a lesson. Um, For anybody out there who wants to start their own show or just talk about nothing to talk. And that's kind of what we do. It's about that sweet science. Because we love the art. We love boxing. We're here to discuss it, and that's what we're talking about today. And also, squaredcircle at gmail.com is where you can also reach out to us for any feedback or anything. And we want to know if you're listening out there. We thank anybody who does listen in, friends, family, friends of friends and family. Uh, but we need some feedback. We need to hear something back from y'all, whether it's a you suck or try some of this, a little bit of that because we're trying to construct and evolve and get this to the right thing that we know it can and will be.
1: I also want to give a shout out to my boy Sam man who's been a faithful listener and actually any time that he listens to the show he lets me know about it and he keeps track of our progress man. I appreciate you man. You're you're one of those people I want to take with you once when we blow up, man. So, hey, I see you out there, man. Thank you, a man. you silent inspiration hey, to me the, right there, man. Uh, when I heard is, he was man. a judge, I was like, uh, uh, so <laughs> so,
0: so, you, so we can get this guy in our pocket then right now. I'm just yeah, jumping. No, just no jumping. hell no. Don't, fuck, don't mess with money. Money. his yeah, yeah. <laughs> money like that, man. We ain't got no money offer him anyways. Like So, yeah, yeah, I can come mow the lawn, yeah. yard work so, or anything, but,
1: you know. So, another thing, man. we Much love for anybody. Much love for anybody. My favorite current fighter fought this past weekend. That is
0: Alexander Brand. Oh, okay. Alexander that's Brand. close.
1: It's close, 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 close. My man, Andre Sog Ward
0: looked good. Looks real good. Good is the
1: understatement. Very fast. Man. You don't. You don't. hey, uh, in boxing nowadays, going twelve rounds, you don't see. You, there's very, very few sh- p- people that's pitching mm-hmm. shutouts, man. When you just close out and you finish that's them right. one hundred nine to one hundred twenty, man. Right. Right. He. He, he looked exactly how he should have to fight that fight. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, the... Um, let's see, where, where the hell My is only concern at? with
0: that one is, you know, SOG looks really good. Um, yeah. Good speed. I got a little worried when I saw the little head collision. I'm glad there was no cuts. Yeah. Um, my only thing that I'm a little worried with that was I felt like there was moments when I felt like he was really trying to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. But just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And that might be my only concern going against a guy whose nickname is Crusher. Yeah. And that's not an it's not like Sergey came in to, you know, I'm I'm gonna call myself Crusher today. Oh, you gonna he get... did that to somebody to get that name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like like my man Shooter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know? Hey, hey man, leave my hey, government name at home, man. Hey, now, you know what hey, just... Well, hey, the thing is even hey, you though know,
0: You know, you could have got you could have been the one to get that first gold medal.
1: I I could have. And
0: Air, you
1: know, Keith Shooter right there, <laughs> Hey, so what
0: how uh, Obama, how Obama felt about that? The first gold medal for America was by uh, air rifle <laughs> hmm, bad image for America but I digress <laughs> let's get back to my man SOG son hey, of God
1: so yeah it looked like he was trying to get him out there but you know it's he was never he only has well that was his 30th win he only has 15 knockouts knockout isn't always the game with Andre Ward it's, hey, it's the science man it's the hit and not get hit so if you can't get him out of there you can't get him out of there as long as you get the W that's the only thing that matters I always say never sacrifice points for a highlight mm-hmm. highlight points for a highlight so mm-hmm.
0: He did his job. He got it done. Now, I mean, my concern with what the, because he wasn't able to enforce his power and will on Alexander Brand, I, I'm a little concerned by it. I still think he should be able to beat Kovalev, but Kovalev is not just a puncher. So he's smart in the ring too.
1: So these are a couple. These are a couple of notes that I had uh, from watching that fight, man. So Brand was 39 years old. Brand was only five ten and a half to Andre Ward six one. Not too bad. Kovalev had better tune-up fighters to get ready for their fight. His fight with Andre Ward. He, Kovalev won't be as timid. Yeah, like the way that the way that Alexander Brand was moving, he knew he knew that he was outmatched and he was outclassed. outclassed. And he fought, and he there was a, SOG was a way better fighter than Mm-mm. him and he knew it. Kovalev's he not gonna be it, as timid he and he has more power. It. And then, you see, did you see when Andre Ward switched to southpaw? Yeah, it oh, yeah. was awful. Yeah. And this is my favorite is boxer. I tried to be, yeah. I tried to be unboxing. It was mediocre at best. As when of today, Terence Crawford
0: should be the only fighter. He, said, <laughs> he <added laughs> said, I
1: was just like, I was like, don't do that. you, Other you, you look too first good first out notice, you, you look too good out there, man. Just keep doing shit. I understand he's trying to add that. I think, I think Andre Ward beats him easily.
0: You think he beats him easily? I now, think he beats now, him oh, easily. Man, easy. I love Sog. And as much as I just want to agree with you. I can't say that he'll lose. It's hard to do say uh-huh. that it's hard to say that against a man who hasn't lost since he was thirteen years old. Yeah. Now I, 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 I respect Ward so much because how does a man just destroy through the ages like Dracula? Just yeah. thirteen, uh-huh. not get an ego? Yeah. Not once puff his chest out, not talk smack, even when people are talking smack to him? Uh-huh. When Chad Dawson was calling him out, he just said, Hey, hey, who's this calling out SOG? We can do this. Yeah. And he got him down to his weight. And we saw that was the last we've seen probably of Chad Dawson at all. Well,
1: it was one of the things that they were talking about. Um, The reason why I think he beats him easily is because I'm taking precision over power. Eris Rolandi-Laura over Canelo. Sugar Ray Leonard versus Roberto Duran the second fight. Terrence Crawford and Victor Postal. None of those were, I mean, you got the, t, you got the. Canelo,
0: remember, Canelo won that fight.
1: He did win that fight. He made, he barely, he did, barely. Barely. And see, that's it. And that's the reason why I bring it out. Because even, even, even though, thing. even though he lost, it was still me being a Canelo fan. I was watching. I'm like, I can see this going either way. Canelo had the power. Roberto Duran had the power. Uh, Hostel had the power. To get the, get him out of there, but they couldn't because they kept him moving. And like even though, and especially because Alexander Brand was a shorter fighter, I saw War duck a lot of punches. Like he was That's crazy, very he was right? very fluid, yeah. when he was fighting him too. So I, I look at all those things, and then you look at also Sergey Kovalev how he didn't struggle. He overtook him, but when he fought Chalimba, who whose head movement is nowhere near, and his IQ is not as high as Andre Berto. I mean, not Andre, but Andre Ward. I apologize. I don't see how it could be... It, styles make fights, but I don't see how it could be close.
0: Well, with Chalimba, he was on his bike the whole fight. Uh-huh. That's something we will not see with Ward. Ward will use the whole ring not to get away. Mm-hmm. So that's going to change that a little bit for Kovalev. Um, but Kovalev, the crusher, man. One thing that we, we, we agreed on with the, when it comes to like Canelo and Laura... You got to beat the champ. You got to take the belt. Yeah. And that's why I agree with the win with Canelo. Mm-hmm. Because he yeah. he had too many opportunities where he should have made him pay.
1: Yeah.
0: Is Koval is Ward going to be able to do that to Kovalet? Beat him that convincingly a guy who has been knocking everybody out names yeah. out. Yeah. And come in and take the belt. Now they're going to be fighting probably in neutral ground if anybody didn't hear the the first press conference Ward didn't show up because his uh uh, there's disagreements on the venue. I guess mm-hmm. the MGM Grand might have had a spot and they're expected to fight in T Mobile Arena, which I hope is kind of at the T Mobile Arena for my own personal reasons. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about it here and give them free advertising. But, you know, and so the fight will happen. And neutral ground, it, it, we want to keep it closer on the West Coast just because we know there's more Russians on the East Coast, you know. But Sergei Kovalev, and we talk about body language a lot of times with fighters. And something that makes me nervous with him is that he's a little too loose. He's smiling. When they um, talk about Ward, a grin comes in his face. Yeah. Like, when they ask Kel Brook about Triple G, he looked serious. He looked respectful. Yeah. Um, ready, but acknowledged fear, acknowledged who he was going against. Kovalev acknowledged that, too. But a man so smiling and eager yeah. as, as that guy who, he did he see something? But
1: at the same time, as I saw that, I saw that especially right, when they were in the ring afterwards. About, right? So uh, it brings me up to when when uh, Sergey Kovalev was calling out Adonis Stevenson and he had that little monkey thing that he was beating with his fist and calling him out though. He, yeah. Kovalev also talked a little timid to me. I thought it was a little bit timid when he was in the ring because like after Ooh. the way – Fighters you could have walked
0: in the ring also go, like, I hope Ward didn't see that fucking
1: monkey thing. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, but like, I sit there and I look. I looked at him because the way that he talked about Andre Ward is kind of like, hey, man, after the way I just fought Chalimba and after how well he, this guy moved in here, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't want to give him any more ammunition. Mm-hmm. That's, how I, that's how I see it. And I'm trying not to be as biased as possible, even though we're talking about my favorite uh, current fighter right now. But, arguably I mean, the best fighter in the world. Uh, arguably the best fighter in the world. But um, even though even though Kovalev's tune-up fighters were better. A lot better. Um, you're talking about the last six fights that Andre Ward has. One of the fighters that he fought had five losses himself, mm-hmm. just by himself. Hold on, let me see if I can grab that name. He had five losses by himself.
0: We're talking about Sullivan, not Sullivan Barrera. Not he, had Sullivan had no he had no losses. Yeah, no losses. Kovalev has a great resume, man. Since he knocked out, he beat... Uh, Nate, I want to Nate something from Britain. Paul
1: Smith. He beat, Paul Smith was a dude who had That's he right. had four losses. Oh, the, like yeah. last Paid six, in full month. The, the last yeah. 6 7 I, I fighters not that, seeing that, but the yeah. last 6 7 fighters that uh, Andre War fought have like a combined loss of like six. So like he's not fight he didn't he never fought bums. He never he, fought he bums. Never fought so, bums. Like, he's, so
0: Neither one of them fought bums. He, Neither one of
1: them. Yeah, they they've they
0: earned their positions for mm-hmm. sure. Kovalev has a little more activity. Yeah. Um, resume looks better on yeah. paper. Um, and also, but- you know what was
1: brought to my attention too? When uh, Andre Ward fought uh, and won the Golden Gloves, he was he was fighting at one seventy eight.
0: Yep. Light heavy. Yep. So
1: so it's not like he's doing something that he hasn't done before. He's,
0: he's been this size. He's been this. He's been, been, he's this, been big. this
1: size. He's been able to move. I mean, it's just like with anybody. You want to go down in a weight class or two, you know, that way you can be the top. Amateur pro is totally different. And if
0: anybody's seen Andre Ward fight as an amateur, his style then versus now are completely different. And this is all Virgil Hunter, who probably doesn't get enough credit. Because all all
1: of his other fighters keep losing, which I still love Virgil Hunter, but it's just his fighters, sometimes they bite off more than they can chew.
0: Yeah, it's, that's pretty much what it is. But he's the trainer. He's not the manager. He's not the promoter. Yeah. Um. I like Virgil Hunter. Me too. I um, love Virgil Hunter. Even though in his long lost daughter, what was the name again? The the chick from Ride? What was name? <laughs> no, Sierra, is No, right. Okay, it was her. Or Keisha Cole. One of those two. One of those yeah. two hot singers. Um. We gotta start hitting up these trainers. See if they have any more long lost daughters they don't know about.
1: Also, um, you know when you, we were talking about the precision and being able to move, and you gotta take the belt from the champ. I saw. I try to look at the little things, um, the double hooks to the body and to the head that Ward was given, Brand when they were tied up. And you know, that's how you steal rounds. Little, little simple stuff like Sugar that. It's just, yeah, man. So you how, can, That's how he got the can, win on Marvin Hagler. Hey, man, they don't, uh, they don't get comfy, but the judges don't get comfy. scorecards oh, yeah. and how many times they've been hit or the percentage of that. They look at action and who's connected. So, I mean, he can sneak away with rounds like that. So.
0: And that's one of those things, man. If we can get a nice, good fan base here with what we're doing at talking smack101 at twitter.com, talking squared circle at gmail, is I like to bring in your boy Sam to get that perspective. Like when you judge a fight, have you ever know, have you ever gone back and watched one and seen somebody that might have stole rounds later on and be like, man, maybe I should have get it to him, but I digress. We're not talking about that today. Mm-hmm. But we are talking about Kovalev and Ward, which should be an exciting fight. I don't think it'll be on the 19th, which is good for Ward. Which is really good for Ward because then he don't have to rush it. He can take his time. But I want that what, fight what, this year. What are you talking about? Take his time? Did he fight or
1: something like that recently? That wasn't a fight. That was a sparring match. Man, he's fine. He could have fought the next night. Man, he didn't. <laughs> he barely got hit. As they were talking about it, like he has the highest percentage of connect and not mm-hmm. getting hit. You know so i mean besides they said who's the chocolatito yep who is it no triple g it was triple g G. G. it was triple g who just said has the highest percentage of hitting and not get hit Mm -hmm. so you got you know you got those two so he didn't take no punishment he looked good he looked crisp out there he could fight hopefully it's a lot sooner i don't want i don't want them guys i I need this fight i need this fight
0: we need this fight the sweet science needs this fight boxing needs this fight and we all want to know who the best is I want to know if Superman and Al Heyman are going to step up to the winner. That's what I want to know. And we won't know until this fight happens and goes down. And we're also going to see if Kovalev can catch a shot on Andre Ward, which he seems to be able to do with everybody. Mm-hmm. And then how is Ward going to take that punch? Those
1: that, now those are. That's the gamble right there. Yeah. That's the
0: bet. If you can put your money on the right time when that punch is going to land, mm-hmm. you could be that millionaire.
1: But what if you can't catch him too? That's the flip side it's of that be a coin. That is the flip side long, to that coin, man. Be, you,
0: did you just ask everybody off Floyd? Ask everybody off Floyd. Couldn't catch him. Couldn't catch him at all. Ward is a lot, lot more entertaining, I'd say, because he will step forward. He will. He goes side to side. Man, he used the whole ring. That boy is bad. That's mm-hmm. all I can say, man. That boy is bad. That's why he's sog, and he's here for us. Now let's go ahead and continue on. Let's talk about uh, Felix Verdejo. Then we heard about him. He's an up and coming fighter who just got caught in a motorcycle accident recently, I believe in Puerto Rico, where his native country is. Yeah. He's okay. But these are one of those things where any athlete, I'm going to recommend that you don't get on a street bike and go 100 and some miles an hour.
1: Don't get on a street bike. Don't get on any bikes, period, period, for the simple fact that that's and why they have like, NFL and NFL contracts. And let's spin
0: class and you're trying to get late. <laughs> let's just stay <laughs> off the street bikes. Because you can get in any fancy ride you want with the nice seat belts fasten in, go to Europe and get on the Autobahn where you can drive as fast as you want and rent a car. And if you want to, if you, in fact, if you're going to do that, make sure it's a muscle car to let them know where you're from. But that was all the options that you should do. We've already lost a lot of great fighters like my man, Diego Chico Corrales. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Had a tear in my eyes. Oh, I'm about to cry right now. Think about it. And then also Paul Williams, the Paul. Punisher. This is the guy that I used to think... Was like kind of cheated. Yeah. He should have been in basketball, but he was like, you know, let me just beat up on everybody else just following me.
1: And then what and he had, had to prove himself. And what's even worse about the Paul Williams is like he's even though he's a uh, he's paralyzed. He, I mean, he is paralyzed, so that makes it so he. But he's still training, so he's around the spot. But he, this is an undefeated fighter who yeah. never got this. We never really got to see, you know, develop to where he could have. Yeah, he
0: got two losses.
1: He got two losses. Yeah. Uh, oh.
0: Sergio Martinez slept him and. Um, one of the loss, I can't think of it right now. We'd have to look it up. Sergio Martinez, KTF, hold him. Okay. Um, and uh, Airstar in was uh, that was his first big U.S. debut against Paul Williams, and uh, he kind of got robbed on that one. But Paul Williams was the punisher who had one of those avoided, much avoided fighter, and he fought Antonio Margarito when nobody wanted to. And he came and beat him. You know. And, Margaret Cito, I'm sorry.
1: Margaret, yeah, get his name wrong. right. He's
0: trying to make a comeback, by the way. He needs to come back. Yeah, he
1: actually, no, he's just, he got his fight scheduled in the next few weeks, Coming I think. Here, Something
0: like that, right? He should not be allowed to fight. Just like a salt in the ring. He should not be allowed to fight for that. Because if that would have went down, he, that first could of win, that, yeah, we're not going to go into this this guy at all. I I can't stand that motherfucker for that one. Yeah. We're, we're not even going to go nah, into this guy.
1: Felix but the Dayhoe, we, just, we covered him a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about... Uh, we were talking about him. This is a protege uh, who's working Looks real with. Good. Yeah, look really good. He's real working good. with uh, Felix uh, Trinidad, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico native. I mean,
0: trying to bring that pride back there because uh, as, as another power hitter like Felix Trinidad was, um, a lot of the welterweight division seems to have a lot of more power in it than everybody thinks. That's why it be- became one of the most popular divisions throughout the mid '90s and '90s till now, even. Um, and that's what we love about it that's why felix don't just get off the get off the street bike 22 and 0 15
1: knockouts man do it's it. not worth it man. i'm trying to get i'm trying to this is for selfish reasons period man i need all the best fighters fighting at all time i don't need nothing to in your career man i love to see you fight and uh we wish you a speedy recovery man we hey, uh we praying for let, you down here
0: let me help me help you on this one so we can continue to talk about you we need you around all you athletes, no matter what your sport is, the street bikes, I, I get it. The speed, the adrenaline, you want to do it, it's fun, you want the rush. I, I would say fighting is a good enough rush for me. I don't know, I don't know if I need to get on a bike afterwards, unless you just like that you know, that engine revving between your legs, maybe. <laughs> but it's, it's an unnecessary risk. Like Adrian Boner getting in a bar fight, or at a bowling alley. What, the, what was that brother doing it? We're not talking
1: out. about him no more right. until now, he's out of prison. In fact,
0: when was the last time I seen you at a bowling alley? Right.
1: I suck at bowling, so I don't even do that. It was man. a work it, event. It yeah. was a social
0: <laughs> event that, where neither one of us really had any business being there, but we were there, and that's why I didn't understand about that situation with him. And with Felix and this motorcycle and all these fighters and anybody that gets in these wrecks on these bikes, you know the risk. And there's a reason why motorcycle insurance, full coverage, is like 20 bucks a month. Because usually when you're wrecked, you're done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're done. Because based on these three fighters, one out of three now survives. And that's going to be, that's the existing stat today. One out of three survives. And then we don't
1: know how many yet on top of that. Those are just the famous ones that these we know of. These are just names. Yeah. yeah, these are just names. But these are big, these are huge these names. Are all big these got, names. All these got big names, man. So don't fall. That's the wrong category of great fighters that you want to fall under.
0: I'm glad to see Felix Fedejo up. Yeah. no nothing bad with his spine it sounds like he will be able to box again, but he's probably gonna be out for maybe a year, a year hopefully only one yeah. year hopefully yeah. only one year and by the end of that one year we should be able to get him back in the ring if he does everything right i'm pretty sure this is going to be an eye opener for him for sure let's see what else we got here oh now i did bring up the 147 pound division Mm-hmm. A which of, is a lot of
1: great talent in one there. of
0: my favorite divisions 160 stack 175 has got some good champions but what weight class would you say have the best champions?
1: You know what? It's uh I kinda wanna say the way we got on it uh last we talked about it last week, man, that uh that uh, featherweight division man is is pretty pretty you got, entertaining. You got Gary Russell Junior, you got Selby there. Was it Lee Selby? Yes, Lee Lee Selby there, Oscar Valdez, and Carl Frampton. I mean, that's pretty stacked across. I mean, but...
0: I'd pay to just throw all four in a ring and see... Let them fight to death. Who's the one winner? Let's let's do this WWE style. Let's just hang the belts from the roof.
1: Right? See who takes it. You know what
0: I'm saying? Now, they all break their hands in the first round. But... No no wraps, but...
1: But that's a stacked
0: division. But I like... The welterweight division is stacked, too, because of the range of fighters, can go from 140 got, to 147.
1: Yeah, we got Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia. One Brook. got Jesse Vargas. Those are all welterweight Shawn champions Porter. right now.
0: Anybody from 140 you could throw in there. Uh, from Victor postal Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else we got? Manny Pacquiao. How did we not mention him? Timothy Bradley, my man. Desert Storm. How did we not mention him? Well, Lamont Peterson. I, I was just
1: naming champions. I'm just naming the champions from that division. Former so, champs, like, too,
0: you know. Yeah. And, and these are guys like... Uh, but that's a stacked division. 154 is stacked, too. We got Charlo brothers. Yep. Which uh, I, I can't yep. really give them credit for being the first brothers to both hold champs in the same division. Mm-hmm. Because you guys have been fighting in the same division since you've been fighting together. Yeah. You know, We'll, you got we'll got talk Ares more Randy. about them when they're on Love and Hip Hop.
1: there's Randy Laura.
0: Who is uh, another one who could be argued as one of the best fighters out there. You got Liam, there. Smith.
1: Liam Smith, too. He's holding the belt in there, too. 23 and 0.
0: No slouch. He's no slouch. I don't know if he'll be able to handle Canelo, but... Uh, even with these UK fighters that you not might be as accustomed with, they don't give titles away. Yeah, they just don't. They don't give them away. Well, I was one or two I've seen give give it away like uh, Anthony Joshua. His was kind of given to him, but that's about it. He he's, should. Yeah, that's about good, it. He's
1: a good-looking heavyweight man. I like. I. I... I like him. Right? He's, he's, he's a pretty mama, yeah, yeah, He's
0: A yeah. little too pretty. Yeah, to I boxing. mean, even
1: well, even we he needs a
0: bra. He needs a good bra. We need to rough him up. You know, yeah, man? even we rough well, up. even
1: the heavyweight division is great. You got yeah, even I wasn't a fan of the Tyson Fury Klitschko fight. It, even I'll even throw Klitschko back in there. You got a ten year, you had a decade reign where no, where you were untouchable. But him, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and Anthony Joshua, as you mm-hmm. said, so they all got they got
0: belts. Those and those so. are solid champs too. I like one fifty four. If you had to pick it, one division right now. Just one. Mm-hmm. Would you go with the featherweights?
1: No, I like them. I like uh, even though even though um, Oscar Valdez is young and he's knocking people out. I just I like at a little 126 bit. I like six
0: pounds. It. Yeah, it's crazy because when I think about that, when you watch them on TV, these guys aren't very big. They're mm-hmm. probably like my height, ranging between five six and five nine, right? Yeah, barely over six foot. And it's not often when you see these guys at this weight, one hundred twenty six pounds, soaking wet knocking dudes out with one or two punches anything within the first five rounds yeah is is crazy mm-hmm. now you always get exciting fights from these smaller guys because they're able to throw a lot more punches yep. usually a lot and it's, faster and it's
1: entertaining you saw what it's the fight the, of the year was some last of the year best
0: entertainment that you'll ever see yeah i'm, I,
1: the, I'm with you though welterweight well the welterweight yes. division i like the i like the featherweight division just because of, and that's going to weed itself out soon but like as far as the talent of up and coming People and people who want the, their uh, shots at the belt, the welterweight division has been reigning supreme for a while. You know, for a while, for and not, a while. And that's not even just what Floyd Mayweather that's, that's From what De La Hoya, from, Yeah.
0: Trinidad, they kind of. Not even that, because even. The the junior middleweights were Sugar Ray Leonard and Robert uh, Durant. That's a 154. That's barely above 147. So this range of weight has always been some of the most entertaining fights mm-hmm. until Tyson came around. And then it kind of went back to them. And so. you still
1: got to see if Terrence Crawford wants to move up.
0: He's going to move up. He's going to move up. Terrence Crawford will move up. He will move up a weight. Jesse Vargas used to fight a 140. Now, talk about the golden goose or golden ticket. Uh, Jesse Vargas right there. Um,
1: <laughs> do you tough. think would he...
0: Let, i'm gonna I'm I'm play this we, we can play his phone's this gonna ring he would be way. like yeah what's up man? I'm, I'm, wait who pacquiao well, yeah i got nothing to do wait you seriously you me, yeah i'll fight him for how much i don't care We're just send his contract send mm-hmm. it over now for pacquiao it was like you know terrence crawford many viewed that as a 50 50 fight kind of edged towards crawford i picked pacquiao
1: i picked crawford
0: we can't even discuss this anymore because it's not going to happen and now jesse vargas didn't look the best against Timothy Bradley. Got worked. He, he landed got, one clean shot.
1: Yeah. Which was but, a I clean mean, that was still, punch. That, was, that Jesse Vargas fight was still a good fight. It was it's still this, a good like fight. We, what do we always say? Timothy Bradley always gives you a good fight, no matter who it is against. Though. And
0: Bradley worked him until he, he got caught. Yeah. Now, what's most impressive with me is that who Jesse Vargas got a new trainer in his last fight, and he fought Saddam Ali. Yeah. I thought Saddam Ali was going to work this boy, who should have worked this boy. But his trainer, John Jackson, Jackson. who trains who? Sergey Kovalev. We'll go more into that later. Changed Jesse Vargas up a little bit. And Vargas looked really, really solid. He even got the knockout early, at six rounds, on Saddam Ali. And that was pretty impressive to me. Now, I don't think he'll be able to do anything with Pacquiao, but how do you feel about this?
1: So, the way that... (laughs) Jesse Vargas is not even who we're really talking about that. I take nothing away from him. What does he have, one loss? Mm-hmm. Has, Jesse Vargas, he has one loss. Timothy on Bradley. Resume. Timothy Bradley. But, man, I wish I had his information up. It's, he, I think he has I think He was he has the first one, fighter
0: to ever leave uh, Mayweather Promotions. Um, Mayweather signed. He was one of the first fighters Mayweather ever signed, but didn't get that many fights. Always fought on his undercards. Um, yeah. He had a very good win against. He has, uh, he
1: has 27 wins, One loss. But he only has 10 knockouts. Mm-hmm. The re- ha- you asked me how I feel about this. This is how I feel about this. Tacquiao took the easy road out. Now, granted, it's just like if you're working along Sherman. I've never done it. I don't like hard work. My hands are sensitive. I like so, I like manicures. Sure. Right. But he that veteran, that seniority, he gets to pick his fighters. I understand mm-hmm. that. And then hey, just he like uh, uh, just like Terrence Crawford said on his Instagram, hey, I'd duck me too. So I mean, I thought that was really entertaining. I I got really I got really worked. We got really worked up talking about the Terrence Crawford, uh, you know, Pacquiao fight. That's not going to happen, and, and it kind of disappointed me that it's going to be a Vargas yeah. fight. I ain't gonna buy it, but it'll be entertaining. I think Pacquiao will still dominate this fight. It, it's not really, Jey Vargas is is, should, a, is a good fighter, the, but he should he should get this uh, unanimous. The best decision. thing
0: I could say about this is something I kind of overheard. I'm gonna echo what I heard from um, you know the boys on First Take, Max and Stephen A. when they. Max mentioned that uh, with Pacquiao, you know, it's just a paycheck, basically. Yeah. Because Crawford is going to be the biggest risk. Yeah. With his little reward based on yeah. the pay-per-view fights you've been able to draw. Yeah. But still a 50-50 fight. So when you want to come back and fight, do you want to come back for the fight or for the money? This has got to be clearly for the money because you yeah. will make less money with this Jesse Vargas fight. And then that's the But at it'll, same st- time, it'll still
1: set you up after that because you didn't lose and it, you don't look like. And, you and know, this you don't is. if he like continues to
0: fight after this. I think personally that Bob Arum is squeezing him because um, he has one fight left on his top rank contract. And I think Arum is like, hey, you can't retire. Just because his re- he, didn't, he doesn't go 80 plus years and look younger than me and you in the yeah. game. Yeah. Without being able to make these fights happen the way they are. And so if Vargas wins, that probably will just mean that Pacquiao's washed up and done. Um. Some have said that he wants this to try to wait it out to see if, he, if Mayweather comes out of retirement. I don't think Mayweather's coming out of retirement at all. $100 million will let him come out. I saw an article with him um, said by Mayweather Sr. and said if he, ever want, if he wanted his son to come out of retirement, the only person who would want him to fight is Adrian Bonner. That's it. <laughs> Nobody else. He said he tells them all the time to stay retired. There's no point, nothing to prove. And I agree with him on there. Cause I would, if he came out of retirement for a Pacquiao rematch, it would be like it would, it would it would be a modern day version of grudge match, except they're a little bit younger. With De Niro and Stallone, yeah. And I love those two guys. And I can't even say this as an Italian. That I didn't even watch it yet. I didn't even catch it when it was on HBO <laughs> for free. Right? Because I didn't know how the outcome is. It's gonna go like what six rounds probably before someone has to pee. Yeah.
1: Something like that. It,
0: yeah.
1: it. It's. I don't think it's. I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it just because I'm a fan of the sport. I'll watch it, but I don't think it's going to be any different from the first fight. So I mean, Mayweather Mayweather is the Jackie Moon mm-hmm. of promotion. He always is going to make he always going to sell it and make it sound good, and you'll you'll watch Loving it, but sexy. <laughs> you'll you'll watch it and you'll be you'll
0: yeah. We're gonna fans, have to legally know. stream this fight uh, <laughs> for Vargas and Pacquiao. Um, yeah, there's no way. I don't even know if I can let even one of your boys pay for the fight. I'm not sure if it's going to be worth it. And it might even be a little insulting because there's no way it's gonna be less than a fifty dollar pay per view, you know. With even with Crawford Pacquiao, that's worth Well, you know that. Out, well, you, know the, you
1: know they're not gonna charge a hundred again. You know, you know that for damn sure. And they're that was one where
0: 100. every everybody argued it ain't worth it, and still fucking paid the money. Yeah, you know, I I'm a smart man. I talk somebody to go in half with me, and then when I offered to pay him, he didn't want. He's like, oh, it's okay, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how I work. What I can do because yeah, I brought you the entertainment, I showed you the fight to watch. Now, I thought it was a great chess match between those two. Yeah, people that don't know the sport as much as me, they'll definitely disagree because I and mm. I, I can understand and see their perspective. Um, but I love beef, I love fights, I love competition. I love it when guys go at it. That's one of the things I loved about MCing and hip hop. I love the rap beefs, I love the rap battles. I love seeing guys mano e mano. It's just you two only. One shall stand and one shall fall, and then now we're in this digital world where we're not gonna see another beef DVD yet, right? No, no, no more no. smack the, the, DVDs. The beef
1: DVDs are done.
0: Those were great entertainment. Two volumes, that was it, right? But it was good for its time because it was the best, best thing that you could do as far as for discussing this thing because of uh, everything was so violent. Now this is a violent sport, so when fighters beef. They're beefing online. This is a digital war. Now we used to call it phone muscles, internet thugs, in semester gangsters, guys that got only talk tough when they're not around. Now I'm gonna say when we got two elite fighters like one um, Terence Crawford, very elite fighter, probably arguably
1: he's the top. He's the top of the uh, junior welterweight.
0: Yeah, definitely. If we just just graded 140 to 147, I, he's in the top five without even having a belt in that division, to me personally. Yeah. Um, then we got Danny Garcia. This is the guy that everybody just says is going to lose.
1: Proven champ. Proven champ. Proven champ.
0: And they got into it online. That I, I was one of the best things I love, man. It's been for something that I would usually call immature or pointless. I was entertained, man. I'm
1: always entertained. Except, you know what? The reason why The reason why I'm entertained by this is for the simple fact that basketball, football... You can beef with anybody, mm-hmm. but boxing is the only sport where you actually have to fight that person. So it's not beef when you actually have to fight that person. You and you get it's it's only beef if they don't happen. But I think this is going to be in the making. We'll we'll see, we'll see. But I'm really, you know, there's there was a lot of fighting words, man. Uh, no pun intended. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terrence Crawford goes on his Instagram and uh, has a picture of uh, Victor Postal up talking about Victor Postal, the guy that Danny Garcia. Ducked multiple times. Who fired
0: the first shot? Who fired the first shot? Danny Garcia's dad fired the first shot. Oh, he called him out. Uh, he what do he call him? He said he was uh, Angel. Angel said that he was in a, a. I think he called him a paper champion or something.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. He, he called, called him, him a paper, paper champion.
0: champion. And then that's when the comment came out about Postal. Um, I said Postal was solid.
1: He was not solid. He is a solid fighter, I man. I call.
0: I said he's gonna knock out Matisse.
1: I didn't, I didn't see that happen, and then Postal was, Postal really, I like Lucas Matisse, Postal ruined him for me, but, uh, but Postal, he's not a, you just run into somebody who's better than you, and that's what happens when you ran into Terrence Crawford, he had an immaculate game plan. Now, they're ball.
0: going back and forth with some good exchanges. Mm-hmm. Now, when Crawford said that about Postal, Danny quickly went to his resume. Now, let's, let's go over Danny Garcia's resume real quick here, which was a great resume, All right, so let's see here. I think we got that around. Danny Garcia, let's see. He came onto the scene by knocking out Eric Morales. Yeah. Was the first person he knocked out to capture the title. I believe it was WBC title. He knocked him out with a nice left hook and knocked him out hard. I mean, he went flying with it. Um, Goodwin got his first title, but everybody was like, who is this guy? I don't know. Eric Morales was old, out of touch, and then he got to fight Amir Khan next. Amir Khan at the time was... Tearing through everybody, had one loss. Beat Zab Judah, knocks him out with a body punch. Um, he already beat Medina at that point. Um, who else did he beat? He also uh,
1: Lamont Peterson.
0: Lamont Peterson. Uh, he lost to Lamont Peterson. That's how he Wait got. Minute, this, who are we talking about? Amir Khan.
1: Oh yeah, with Danny Garcia. They're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about Danny Garcia. I was talking about Danny Garcia. Right? Oh yeah, He's that's
0: on the resume him. too. But when he fought Amir Khan, that's when. He, yeah, that's when Amir Khan was probably at the top of his game and he KTFO'd him.
1: Yeah, he got caught. That was, a, a, that was mm-hmm. one of the beginning shots of his uh, glass chin because mm-hmm. uh, that hook he gave was it? I think it was a hook he gave him and then uh, collapsed him. Uh,
0: I like Danny Garcia a lot. Now, now his next fight should have been Victor Postal. What happened with that fight?
1: Uh, he was paid step-aside money. So, what was his name? He was paid step-aside money to fight Rod Salka? Rod Salka?
0: Sika?
1: Sika? Yeah, Rod Salka or whatever. He was paid up inside money to fight him. We ain't him seen his dude since. And we ain't seen his dude since. And then, right after that, what happens to Danny Garcia? Vacates all titles and moves up.
0: Hmm. Now, I like I, I Danny mean, Garcia a lot. I know you're not
1: his biggest fan. I'm not, right? a, I'm not his biggest fan, but I will always respect... I, I respect good fighters when I see him, man. Danny Garcia hmm. is a talented fighter, He's really underestimated when it comes to his knowledge of the sport and uh how to work that ring in those angles. He's he's a great fighter. I yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of him, but he is he is the man and he's holding the belt.
0: Then from there he went and fought Lamont Peterson and got the win, which Lamont might have gave that one away. We don't know, but he got he did enough to get the win. And then he fought Robert Guerrero. Yeah. Solid win. Yeah. Solid win. Guerrero's a tough a, guy.
1: Was, he's Guerrero's a tough guy, but I'm not going to say he's a shell of himself because I think he may still have a little bit left in the tank. But at that same time, it wasn't the same ghost who was. It, it wasn't he the definitely, same ghost. He felt who, the presence of the younger,
0: stronger man. He, he felt it. That's for sure.
1: You remember what Andre Berto's eyes looked like after he fought Robert Guerrero? He see man, he, it, it looked like it was like 1 o'clock in the morning and somebody like, turned the lights on real looked like he had an allergic bright, reaction to peanuts. To <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, looked like he got he stung in the eyes head. by yeah. a couple bees, like, man. I got, like a hive
0: of bees, Oh, I just yeah.
1: cut the yeah. lids.
0: No, yeah. any Asian joke would have been suitable for him at that <laughs> moment. That's for sure. But that was a solid win for Guerrero. Uh, Danny Garcia beat Guerrero pretty soundly. And then who did he fight after that? It was um, Polly. My man Polly Malnagi, I love Polly, but he beat him pretty solid. Yeah. Twelve rounds beat him. He oh, Polly's
1: always a Polly's not never I'm not gonna say he's a tough out. But Polly is He'll make and it work. Polly Polly sends seventy percent of his time actually commentating on the fight than actually in the ring working on his fight. I'll take nothing away from him. Polly was a great champ at his time. Can't fight he couldn't
0: punch his way out of a paper bag. Hey, but it's
1: but, all right though. Know, no, he'll give you an inter- he'll One of the give best inter- jabs in it. business. He'll give you a- <laughs> his claim is that he's the best jab in the business. But um you I respect know, as much as I respect Danny Garcia, man, and I and it seems like we're talking about the same fighters over and over again, yep. but like that's his yeah, that, relevant. That's, that's who's relevant right now, but I'm I'm still taking Terrence Crawford in this one, man. I just think uh So you still take Terrence still, Crawford I'm still, on I'm here? Still taking Terrence Crawford because the thing is, like, I think I still have it. Because the thing about Terrence Crawford, he your Eureka's Gamboa, Thomas Delorme, Diary Jean, Hank Lundy, and you saw what he just did to Victor Poston. <laughs> None it. of these fights are really close.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the Gamboa one was, but... I don't know you're about... It,
1: it, yeah, he
0: tore through all those guys, but Danny, the close one yeah, for Danny well, Garcia well, was... Well, what are you
1: talking about? He knocked out Gamboa. Yeah? So even though it was close, he still knocked it out. If it's a split decision, I'll give you that on close, okay, but if okay. you, not, but if you, you knock somebody out... I'll give you that. It's, it's, I, think, uh, I think Danny Garcia's resume has bigger names, but I don't think the quality is going to be that... Decisive to where I'm going to give Danny Garcia the edge on it. I think Terence Crawford has fought some great opposition, and I think he's got a lot of power on both hands and his ability. To, his ability. To, he hasn't shown me. He hasn't really shown me any weaknesses to where he hasn't shown me any weaknesses to where I could. I would pick against him against Danny Garcia. I. I. I, I can't see it, man. He's. He's a smart, smart and talented boxer. I'm not even calling him a fighter. He's a boxer. Just well, like Danny he's Garcia. He's a good boxer-puncher.
0: Yep. Um, now, Danny Garcia had a good comeback to Terrence Crawford when he said, when you talk about a resume, he ends careers, which is solid because the only one you might say that Terrence Crawford did that to was uh, Gamboa. He probably ended his career because he hasn't been in, in a TV fight since then. Um, and he's trying to fight his way back, but it doesn't look like it's happening. He kind of missed his uh he missed his gravy train when he didn't fight um, Bam Bam Rios a long time ago, but that's something that Danny Garcia does. And what did you say about Danny Garcia? Well, we were talking about him and Keith Thurman. Like about, uh, about about picking against him. What do you think?
1: Now, if it was if it was almost Terrence, if it wasn't anybody besides Terrence Crawford, like if it was if he fought, if Danny Garcia fought Keith Thurman, then my whole thing about my whole thing about Danny Garcia is. I don't, I'm done picking against him. If if it wasn't for Terence Crawford, I'd be picking Danny Garcia against almost the field, just for simple fact that he's some of his fights it could have got it not even come it could have gone either way, but he's always proved resilient and getting those Ws. Man, he's he's still undefeated. He's a champ whether he ducked Victor Postal or not. he's his record his record is his record, and he's holding the belt and he's a champ. I don't like picking against him. I, I mean, I like picking against them, but I'm usually wrong. But I don't like being wrong. Now, this is so. when I go
0: into the love and hate with the sweet science. When we talk about the squared circle, when, when men enter into this in this gladiator part of life. When it's mano y mano, it's just you. And you got to wait till that bell when they wake you up. Now, I like Terrence Crawford, but I don't know if I can pick him to win against Danny Garcia. Even though I've said many times that I think he's the best in the vi- in the division. But at at 140, just coming right up to 147, I'm not 100% saying I can pick him. Just because with Danny Garcia, he's smart in the ring. No one expected him to beat Matisse soundly like that and work him like Uh that. No one expected that to happen. And this is one of those things where you think Terrence Crawford's going to switch it up, show him different angles. Danny Garcia's not just going to chase him all night. He's going to lure him in too. He's going to use the jab, which is a great jab. Fast hands for Swift. Faster than Terrence Crawford also. And that's why I like Danny Garcia, too, because he, he, he didn't want no more internet beef. He, he, he said, tell Bob to call Al. Tell, Bob, call Al. I'm going to tell you right now, before you die, call Al.
1: So we're not, uh, this is, this is going to be a little bit unofficial, but there's a, there's a couple components, man, when you're looking at a fighter and how you're going to compare when they, when they match up. And this is an if, because of course it's just beef right now. But uh, there's a couple of different there's a couple of different uh, categories that you look at in your fighters. And we're go, we're gonna, we'll are we're split this down the middle right now and I'll give you minor. All right. Who do you give the edge to on power? Danny Garcia or Terrence Crawford? Danny Garcia. Are you serious?
0: I'm going to say yes because he's had more devastating knockouts than Terrence Crawford. He's had more one-punch knockouts with that left hook. So, okay. Now, granted, it might be, only be one-punch power with that one hand. But... Because he's been able to get these one punch knockouts when Terrence Crawford hasn't, he's had to mm-hmm. work them down. I'm going to have to give the edge yes to Danny Garcia on that okay. one. Okay. Speed. I'm going to say Danny Garcia on that one. Still going to take Danny? Mm hmm. Endurance. Terrence Crawford. Chin. Ooh, I'm going to say Terrence Crawford. What are you trying to do to me here? Ring IQ. I don't know if I want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about this nah, anymore.
1: Finish it. Finish
0: it. I'm going to say my man Bud. Just because he can switch it up. And then heart. That one's a tough one. That one's a tough one. Um, if we have to base this off of... Now, my heart.
1: <laughs> so I Danny said Garcia. We didn't ask you about your heart. We I'm said bad. heart. We, I said are we talking about heart. the 80s group? We're talk- or
0: are we talking about who has... What heart is?
1: We're, Talk we're, about Kevin Hart? We're talking about
0: Chavez
1: Sr. No Fight All Quit. Like Ooh. tired. Who's gonna who you gonna put your money on to la- to land last?
0: Timothy Bradley Provodnikov. I would have to say, man, that's a tough one. My heart says Danny Garcia, but my brain just keeps telling me Terrence Crawford as much as I hate to admit it. So
1: who you gonna go with? Cause you know your heart'll fail you. <laughs>
0: I reserve. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Danny Garcia. Fuck it. I'm you gonna, gonna say, say Danny Garcia. You
1: gonna say Danny Garcia? I'm gonna say
0: Danny Garcia on this one. Even ugh, that's a tough one because that's a tough one, man.
1: So even if I'll let you have that, even though you're on the fence, leaning towards uh, Terence Crawford, that's three-three down the middle, man.
0: Well, how would you have it? Let me. We'll start at the top. Speed. Not talk about the drug. Talk about the fight. Speed. Speed kills. We know.
1: I'm taking Terrence Crawford on the speed. Okay. Okay. I think I think it's just his ability to move and to be able to get in and out. I mean, his footwork. Now his footwork. P- Victor Postal is no Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is going to be way faster mm-hmm. than him. But I-, I see I see Terrence Crawford being able to bet.
0: use that whole and ring.
1: Yeah, having to use that whole ring and be power. Able to power. I'm giving I'm giving Terrence Crawford. You have to explain this one, sir. Yeah, and like even though you picked Danny Garcia, and Danny Garcia has had—I mean, his most memorable one to me was was definitely going to be the Amir Khan. It's definitely the Amir Khan fight, but at the same time, is didn't you knock out Amir Khan before? And then uh, he has his power in both hands. That—that's another thing. I what IQ. I'm gonna pull a Mike Wilbon, and I'm I'm, uh, Mike Wilbon PTI One of my favorite ah, okay. I'm gonna say split you are gonna split it. I'm 50. you are gonna split 50, 50. it. And that's part of the, my respect that I have for Danny Garcia, man. He's he's a smart he's a smart fighter. I don't see him make many mistakes. He ends up he ends up getting that. He ends that sounds up like a that. safe
0: answer because every time you pick against this boy, he seems to win.
1: Uh, exactly, and he he's destroyed a couple of my he destroyed a couple of my bets. He made me look really bad. We don't do bad. safe
0: answers here. You made me fucking pick
1: <laughs> when it came to heart. So you are going to pick a, an answer now. I'm gonna take Danny Garcia. Okay, okay. I'm gonna take Danny Garcia on that. And then what's left? You got endurance. Ooh, endurance. That's a tough one right there. I said... You said Terrence Crawford. You said Terrence Crawford on the
0: endurance. That's a tough yep. one, man, because Terrence Crawford looked really good. Um, Danny Garcia got really tired fighting. When he fought Marisa Herrera in mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, Maurice gave him an awkward style and made him look slow. Zab Judah made him look tired in the later rounds. That's why I picked Terrence Crawford on the endurance part. Yeah. And when Gamboa gave him a lot of trouble, he was able to knock him out in the later rounds. And that's the only reason why I kind of gave that edge to Crawford when it came to the endurance. But heart could be the determining factor well, in this fight. Well,
1: if we're doing that, okay, so we'll go down into With the endurance, I'm going to give the edge to Terrence Crawford. The chin, I'm going to give that to Danny Garcia.
0: Okay, okay. The reason
1: why I'm going to give that to Danny Garcia is because... I see Ter- I see Danny Garcia take more punishment than Terrence Crawford. I don't know to, if that has to do with ring IQ, but I've seen Danny Garcia get hit and he's been resilient and been able to come back. I haven't see- I haven't really seen Terrence Crawford's chin get tested to where it's gonna make me think anything suspect. But I know I've seen Danny Garcia get
0: hit and him be able to last around. So And that's one of those that's that's one of those debates that's like a, if you ever, if anybody I am nobody probably heard of Willie mm. Pep. Oh, just because you get tired of bringing up Mayweather, but these are the kind of guys that when they, they say they have a suspect chin
1: mm-hmm. because it's
0: never been tested, Yeah. but when you go 40 to 50 fights with it never being tested, uh, you're that good. You know yes. what I'm saying? You're yeah. that good. Yeah. And that's one of those things where that's kind of a toss-up. But I like that example you brought up about the chin. And we're not talking about the Chinese phone book either. <laughs> you know, we're talking about the chin in the fighter. Um, chinny is like what the the brits in the uk like to say That's what they call american is chinny every time i've seen he, him get knocked out it's by people with power and he gets knocked out by punches that would have knocked anybody out yeah. so i don't know if he's necessarily chinny but the heart now this could be the determining factor in this fight um it was a tough one for me to pick danny garcia I'm gonna say Danny Garcia with the heart. Let's review your the, numbers. The reason I'm I'm split down
1: the middle. I'm three three just like okay. you. A couple of bars we just had we had opposite because we looked at him different. That's why this that's why this is beautiful. The reason why I give Danny Garcia a heart is because you've had more fighters talk about him and call him out. I feel like he's had more to prove mm-hmm. every time he steps in the ring. My, myself. Ex- Myself personally. I bet against this guy all the All the time. time. Every single and time. And he proves me wrong. And then that's why I give him the heart because he has a little bit more, even though he has the belt, if they fought, if Terrence Crawford and Danny Garcia fought, I feel like Danny Garcia would have more to prove in that fight than Terrence Crawford.
0: Ooh, that's a good
1: point. I, I, I think it was because Terrence Crawford, like, you don't really, people aren't calling it, people aren't calling Terrence Crawford out. They're not calling him Besides Angel, uh, Danny Garcia is dead. Nobody's calling Terrence Crawford out, but... I see Terence. I would see Terence Crawford as the favorite, even though he's not even the champ. If they walked into that fight,
0: Danny Garcia, and Terence Crawford are two guys that usually don't call anybody out either. Yeah. Um. Until until their names get brought up, like yeah. when Terence Crawford fought Hank Lundy, Hank Lundy was trying mm-hmm. to get him out of his game plan, oh. talk a little smack, and he said, "If you don't respect me now, you will respect me in the ring."
1: And he ain't never lied Woo. about that. And he too worked because, that boy. Hey, he worked you him. You talk about anybody can grab he the mic and be like, him. "Hey, you get what you want. You get what you came for." Now, I mean. I think that's probably one of my favorite thing about boxing period is like they keep both of the guys in the ring and they talk to the champ first and uh, you have to explain yeah. how you whooped this dude's ass who's standing right next to you then they interview you second. That's probably my favorite part about it. I
0: love that too. I love it too because then it's like, well, what was that you said you was going to do again?
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, wait over there while uh, I finish my interview, my victory speech.
0: Exactly. In fact, they, they should start making the losers put the belt on the champ for him. <laughs> only when there was beef or a lot of talk because that that would that would be a great moment in boxing you know just to see the guy be like tell tell uh, uh you know the the guy in the ring max kellerman or the showtime guy you know yeah, hold on bro no 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 yeah i want he, he gets to put the belt on me
1: if- Either either that or I had no problem the way that Mayweather did Victor Ortiz. He just oh. went to his corner and be like, hey, where's my belt? Where's my and belt? T- and then took his belt from the corner. I, the more disrespectful, the better. I don't know if I could – if you're putting the belt on somebody, how can you not take a shot at him? How can you not take right? a shot right? at them? So how, how do you not little, do it? Yeah. It would be a good test uh, of I – mean, You're going to have a fight
0: after know. the fight.
1: It's just like –
0: I guess I guess that's the best test of sportsmanship there is out there, right? <laughs> and you lost, you got to go put this belt around this man's waist, oh. and not be too upset about it. Oh. You know, a lot of guys would stop talking then. Now, one of the things I can see with Danny Garcia and Terence Crawford is that without even if I take myself out of the picture when it comes to just these two fighters itself, if I just did the eye test alone between Crawford and Garcia, mm-hmm. now luckily there's no way that this could be racist, but just from looking at him alone. I'd fight Danny Garcia.
1: I'd fight him. If I knew nothing about him, I'd fight him.
0: Something about Bud Crawford is like, you look like you know some shit. You know what I'm saying? You're a little too humble. And you, you look like you walk, they both walk around looking like fighters because I can tell what a fighter is. Yeah. But just based off of the looks alone, when I see him, I'd fight Danny Garcia. I do it, I do it yeah. without knowing, you know? And that's the only thing I think that why he keeps getting called out all the time. And a lot of people end up on the wrong end of that left hook. That swift left hook. hook. And that's what happens when you're talking smack101 at twitter.com, talking squared circle at gmail. And that's where you get a hold of us. It's an app. You download the app. You download it on your phone. You download it on your tablet. It's in the Android phone, any Android phone, whether it's the whack-ass Galaxy Note or Decent Galaxy S7 or the iPhone, the iPhone yeah, buying. We, we got promoters that we, I ain't hear of yet. I don't think I said anything good about them. <laughs> I guess right, no no bad press, still good press. You know, if you hit me up outside of this, and I'll tell you which one to buy, or at least I'll tell you where to buy it from. But let's go ahead and move forward on this when we're talking smack. 101 at Twitter.com, and make sure you download this app. Show your support. We want feedback. We want to know you're listening out there. We want to hear what people think about it. Whether you would talk too fast. Talking about the same fighters over and over.
1: Or we will just ignore you.
0: Or we just ignore you, and then unless you're hot, you know, hot female, but that, Pitches but maybe that's that's your best way to get your information in. I just told you the secret. Just, just troll us even. That's fine. If I end up on catfish to get famous and promote the app, eh, it's a little embarrassing. But hey, my claim to fame will come. If we don't talk about it now, you will hear from me later. And that's my motivation to continue doing this because I like, I like hanging with my boy Shooter. I like seeing him every Wednesday. It makes sometimes a little tough. we got to find other things to talk about like the weather, you know. But that's what I love about this sweet science and why we can move forward with it. Now, one of the things we got is a pretty big up-and-coming fight. We got Errol Spence fighting on the 21st. That's uh, next Saturday. He's fighting Leonard Bundu. We we brought up this up before. Um, I read a comment when Errol Spence. He said that he wanted to be the first to knock this guy out. No one's ever knocked him out. Bundu's he's a uh, a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. He ain't never seen. He ain't never seen the truth though. He ain't never seen the truth, man. Uh, this is this is probably be a little quick discussion when we talk about the truth. Um, this is another guy whose name is gonna be in the mix a lot. This man that won forty. Dang, this division's tough.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, So, well, Bundu is, he only has one loss, though. Um, no really, pa- no much power. 33 wins, 12 knockouts. Uh, yeah, kind of like a gate gatekeeper, but. Journeyman. Yeah, journeyman. Lost to Keith Thurman. It's, if that's his, I've never watched this, dude. I, you know, I've only done a little bit of research. So I've never watched it's this awesome dude. Sauce Thurman. You, yeah, you watched it. I didn't watch that. So, the way if he's going to try to knock him out now, Earl Spence is really, really aggressive southpaw, and he'll he'll stay on he'll stay on top of him. Uh, but if you're trying to if the dude if the the guy you're fighting goes out of his way to try to not get knocked out, usually that's a really hard thing to do. For the well, simple hey, they- fact that well no well Go just so, yeah well no because they they. It's just like Alexander Brand, how he backed up. He tried to. He, they stay in survival mode. Yeah, so yeah. like, if they he sit there and just try to get survival mode. instant survival mode, so it's like you. Terence Crawford and Floyd Mayweather are the best. Like they don't. If the knockout mm-hmm. is there, they'll take it. But. The W's W, they could win off points too. So, like, I think he just do uh, just box how he has been, just fight solid. Mm-hmm. And if you fight solid, the knockout it'll come. it will if come if it if it if it's there. But you don't want to focus on it though. The
0: knockouts will always come unless you unless you're someone like Mike Tyson who's just knocking out through the ages, or Triple G who has had what I think 21 knockouts in his last fight. Yeah. His last 21 fights have all been knockouts. Mm-hmm. These are guys that people would avoid. The people I would avoid when I hear that. Errol Spence is a guy who's got 20 wins with 17 knocks. Nobody knocks that out, Jerry, bro. Nobody knocks, Nobody out. knocks, Nobody out knocks that out, Jerry. And I hope that that win doesn't get to Errol Spence's head because anybody can get caught in this game. Anybody. It only takes one. All it takes is one good punch, and that's it. Just one to land. Look at Jesse Vargas. He landed one great one with Timothy Bradley. I don't think t- the ref might have messed it up for him. We'll never know um, with, the, with the early stop because he thought he heard the bell. But... That's just an example because Jesse Vargas is not a guy who's got a lot of knockouts, but he landed that one clean shot, and that's all it takes, man. But this is the truth. Um, I know there's other fights coming up this weekend. We got BJ Flores. He's a commentator. I think that's who's fighting right uh, for PBC. He's fighting. We got it pulling up here. It's on ESPN, and we have uh, that's uh to that's Friday, yeah, Friday, August twelfth. That's going to be a, It's gonna be an entertaining fight to watch. but
1: No, nah, Miguel Flores. Miguel
0: Flores, that's
1: And cool. then your, hey, your boy, Brian Perella. Ah, good good fellow good Perella. Good fellow Perella.
0: Now, granted, if you want to get a drink before the fight, it's when they announce his name. That's going to be the best time. It's a nice suit. As as it's, it's a it's nice the suit. reason it's why nice he's suit, saying
1: that man. you can get a drink before his fight is because his ass... Comes in the ring. He's a great boxer, too. I'm not going to take that away from him. But he comes in in a suit jacket with, like, a dress shirt under it. And, in like, I swear it's 10 minutes watching him take off it. And he doesn't do it till the very last minute. I'm already bored with the fight before. But he's a very good fellow, Perella. He's a very entertaining fighter. He's actually a really good fighter. So Power in
0: both hands. I like him a lot. He's my paizan for sure. And that's a nice suit, though. I got You know, what do you say to an Italian in a three-piece suit? Will the defendant please rise? <laughs> That's a little lesson for you right there. Now, good fellow Perella, he will rise to the occasion. He's starting to make a name for himself in his division. He's got good power. We may have to discuss something about the suit or find a workaround. I mean, I don't know if you could do this because being Italian, you gotta be. It's gotta be fitted. It's gotta look right. He can't do like uh, he can't do the Apollo Creed thing and just come in with just a dinner jacket, you know, and buff under it. Looking like
1: a man, you know, thunder down under, i I'd rather that, as long as it takes less time to take it off to get ready to fight, man. I mean, it, it, man, we didn't see people come in on. I don't want, I don't need no prince not see my man. I don't Taking want to like fifteen interest, minutes. I don't need your interest dancing. to bring any more attention. Just not even fighting, rapping. Just, you know, just
0: dancing before he gets into got the, got the ring. We got a whole bunch oh of clown gosh.
1: intros, oh.
0: man. Now, yeah, that that's that was. Uh, if he wasn't knocking everybody out of his at his size, it, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have gotten away with it. And he was, he, you could argue that he was uh, possibly, he, he, he did the same thing that Ali did. You know, became a fighter that everybody hated, wanted to see him lose, same with Floyd. Uh, but very entertaining, took forever to get into that ring. Good fella, looks sharp doing it. It's up to debate whether he takes too long or not. But that's a nice suit, and I want to see that suit again. More often on there because you're going to hear the name Goodfellow Perel, It'll be out there as he makes his way. You will. He will. He, he'll he's, be, out he'll there. be a contender within the next couple fights next year. He'll, probably, he'll be a deathless solid contender for a title shot um, if he continues on this path. Now, we got a big, big title fight coming up Triple G and Kelbrook. Now, this is one that everybody was like, sacrificial lamb, right? Yeah. Kelbrook is a big welterweight. Now, Adrian Boner hit him up and said, yeah, hey, we know you're a warrior. I don't no one, this one. I'm going to give another hip-hop example. Drake. He said he's ready to battle Eminem. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's Tommy Gunn and Rocky. Rocky Five. You're a prize fighter. He's a street fighter. You don't fight his fight. And that's what's happening here. And I see that's what everybody thought was going to happen with this one. Now, there's a 30-day weigh-in because we're 30 days out from this fight coming in. Would you believe me if I told you that Kelbrook Brook right now is bigger than Triple G? No, I would not. So right now Triple G weighed in at 165 pounds. And what was the
1: limit? 160?
0: 160. Kelbrook Brook weighs 176. That's pretty big. Now what kind of the question is gonna be what kind of weight does he have on right now? Yeah. Is it beer weight? Is it fast food weight? Is it pure protein muscle? Is it just water weight? Because if it's just water weight, it's nothing.
1: He's, he's he still got to lose the sixteen he's pounds. Still got to
0: lose the sixteen pounds. Now this is a guy who fights normally at one forty-seven. He's never had a problem making one forty-seven. He looked big against Sean Porter and worked him. His nickname is Special K because he's special for reasons. What everybody says. Um, Triple G is one of these guys that. Doesn't even deserve a nickname. Doesn't need one.
1: Just Triple G. Triple G, you know who it is, man. Now it's...
0: Crusher Kovalev kind of rolls off the tongue. Triple G is just his initials. Now you gotta be a bad boy. When, granted, the name is not the easiest to p- pronounce, but just, just, your, your initials become your nickname. That's it. That becomes your nickname is your initials because there's no point in doing anything else because you're knocking everybody out. You're plowing through the. You're plowing through the ages. Everybody's going down. Lemieux went down. Everybody in front of him has gone down. Now Kell Brook showed a lot of respect to him. But this weight could be a determining factor and could change the outcome of what everybody's saying and I'm really shocked that he's this big against Triple G.
1: When you told when you first told me that he was one seventy six, that that kind of uh that made me think looking at it a little bit different and then I had to really go back and try to see what he has going on. So he has a very impressive he has a very impressive record Cal Brook does. Mm-hmm. And then so what is he what is he 36 wins mm-hmm. oh, you got 36 30. wins and then 25, 25 knockout. knockouts. Yeah, 25 knockouts. Yeah, 20. yeah, 25 knockouts. Mm-hmm. And if he's that big and he's coming down to win, I mean, granted his I mean, he beat even though he beat Sean Porter.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's the best American fighter on his resume. A lot of the other people we can name the names on, but you might not have heard them um, because they're all British fighters. And, and, if, and if you're mad at me for not bringing them up because you're from the UK, let me know so I know you're listening. I'm talking to whoever's listening out there like I'm Jack Burton in Big Trouble Little China. We need the feedback. We want you to hit us up and let you know you're out there. But Kilbrook with this extra weight, could change everything. Triple G is triple g and he might just destroy this boy as everybody thinks is going to happen and but we're going to find out we're 30 days away from here we're 30 days from this happening right now in a fight that everybody at first was like yeah this is just sacrificial lamb this is canelo amir khan over but now things have changed because amir khan not once was bigger than canelo before the weigh-in he looked yoked but he walked in on 155 and didn't have to do much to get to 155 because he was already small yeah Kel Brook has to lose weight. I haven't looked at his sparring partner list yet. If he's fighting bigger fighters, like if he's fighting guys at a 168, maybe yeah. just for the power difference, I don't know if you can find anybody to spar with with that style. But this could be a game changer, man.
1: It, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to speak too much into it, just for the simple mm-hmm. fact that I don't. Well, well, no, it's Kel Brooks. His resume, I mean, not his resume. His record is impressive, the 36 with the 25 knockouts, but it's, his record is not impressive. Mm. So. Even though he's gotten a weight and he has the power that can the go name's with it, the names on his yeah. record. I, I still don't think there's nothing he can do. Triple G is getting better. First of all, he has power, but he's getting better at boxing every single fight. So and patience. I mean, in yeah.
0: And patience. And That's for sure.
1: And then he's he you know he can take you know he can take a punch you know from the David Lemieux fight mm-hmm. he's I mean he sticks his head out and he has no problem taking a punch so but does Carol, Carol Brooke do that and can he do it for thirty six minutes?
0: I don't know that's that's gonna be that's the million dollar question. Um, I'll tell you what though I can't wait to see those odds because this might be one of those things when people ask me about boxing they say who do you think's gonna win and that's always one where I can never really give you a straight up answer. I can give you an answer on who I think I would bet on, where, the, where you should bet on before who would win. And that's not always, always going to go hand in hand. Because, at all. At all. At all. Because you don't bet on the clear winner because you don't win no money. You'd have to, you get nothing out of it. You, you just bet your friends for push-ups. You get more out of it than that. That's yeah. for sure. you know and, that, and that's what the sweet science is so good. That's what it's crazy. That's why I love it. And that's why I love talking about it. how Are you feeling good today?
1: I'm feeling great today, man. How
0: do you feel about this? We we're talking about what we talk
1: about. You like it? I love. I love. I it. love. I need this to be my regular job. I need this to be my regular job. And then wait till we. And we're getting. And we're trying to get better just for you guys too. Because soon we're going to have callers. We're going to have more questions and stuff like that. As you can bring it to us. So anything you guys want to discuss, you know where exactly. to. You know where to get a hold of us at, man. We're doing this for you guys on a weekly basis, That's man. That's why. There's
0: one more thing I just want to talk about while we're on that subject. And have you ever heard of the term seven degrees of separation? Yes. And this is one of these moments when I definitely believe in it because just just when we talk amongst each other and we realize some of the people we know, um, who they know and who they know, like there's a good buddy I grew up with. He goes to yoga, hot yoga with Sean Porter. That's one person away. And you you called me up this weekend about who your father knows. Man, who does he know?
1: It's so it, it's really weird in how we got into it because my pops used to be a boxer back in the day. Now he's uh now he's a, uh, he man does of God. He you now he's a Man of God. He does things out there, yeah. So, but he uh, he actually grew up here, and you know, Tacoma has a lot of lot of great uh, products. Man, we got a. Uh, There's
0: a lot of good fighters that come well, out of here. Yeah. Washington hasn't had a champ since Greg Haugen, but
1: yeah, ooh, but um, he's a
0: world famous trainer.
1: Yeah, but like, what was I gonna say? You say um, his
0: name first.
1: Rocky Lockridge, That's most famous. Yeah, most name uh, most famous for fighting. Uh, was it Floyd? Roger Mayweather. So you want to look that up? I actually, uh, watched that fight not too long ago. Rocky Lockridge versus uh, Roger Mayweather. But John ja- John Jackson. That's Kovalev's trainer. That's Kovalev's trainer, man. Sparks' trainer? Yeah, my pops used to box with him back in the day, so that was weird. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to get some tickets, man. See if I can swing okay. that. Hey, my pops used to be a fighter card and uh, see that so we can definitely let you guys know how that was firsthand. but that is just weird you know, and so. that's,
0: that's the goals that we're setting because we got inspired to do what we want to do talking about what we want to talk about and with the 7 Degrees of Separation we're hoping you talk about what you want to talk about maybe to the right person about us if you know somebody who's a boxing fan if, and most likely, you, most likely you know us some way or another and you meet somebody who's a boxing fan hey mention it to them <laughs> mention them about Talking Smack 101 at twitter.com TalkingSquaredCircle@gmail.com at gmail.com for feedback and the Squared Circle app. Mention it to them and download it because that might be that one degree of separation that leads to number two, three, four, five, six, and seven. And we can all have fun. We can all have a good time. And that's the goal. Right now is to work less or find a way to do what you love. If you find something you love to do, you never work a day in your life. Exactly. And that's a good thing, I think, to go out on. So tell everybody about it. The Squared Circle app. It's available in iTunes app store and also in your Android store. Now let's go ahead and and, and sign out here for the first time. We're going to go ahead and try this new intro or outro we're talking about with one of the greats, the great Muhammad Ali. And we're glad that anybody that was here with us today, I want to say peace out and sayonara to you. Love (laughs) y'all. Sucker, you ain't nothing. (laughs)